You're listening to Panthers on Tap. I'm Curtis Round, joined by Bryson Carbley. We're just two fans sharing our love for the game and Carolina Panthers football. So join us, crack open a cold one, some bubbly, a little wine, some scotch. We don't care whatever makes you sleep better at night. Before we dive into today's episode, a little self-promotion. Stop what you're doing. Go give us a follow on Twitter at Panthers on Tap. Join the discussion on our Facebook group. We have over 2,500 members. You can also find all of our episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search Panthers on Tap. Bryson, episode 20, that's a big milestone for us. We started this in end of January, February. It's good to see you, and I'm glad we made it this far. Yeah, man, good to see you too. Uh, episode 20, is, uh, I wasn't sure if we would get here, but but we're here, and we're uh, we're flowing, and th- things are rolling pretty smoothly up to this point, and just excited to talk about you know the preseason uh, week one and just get into things with our guests. Yeah, and we, you know, when we get to tw- episode twenty, we got to do it up big. So we're we got two guests on with us this evening. Rashad and Dave are joining us for Panther Nation podcast. You guys are just searching. You got eleven eleven thousand four hundred some subscribers on YouTube. So shout out to you guys. We love what you guys are doing. But it's good to see you guys. It's good to get you on. I know we had we were on with you guys last week, but man, we're we're ready to roll. Yeah, man. Thank you guys uh, for having us, having us on the show, man. It's good times. Uh, it's just funny, you, you know, you guys talk about episode 20 and uh, we were at episode 20 a, a long time ago, but you got to get to episode 20 before you get to episode 220. So keep it, keep it going. You guys are doing a good Absolutely. job. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Appreciate the invite guys, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to this to talk about what the hell I saw on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into the game recap. You know, Pan- Panthers fans, we know all, all too well what happened on Sunday. You know, they started off started off well, and then they faltered at the end and end up losing the game in, in a close one. But like, I just want to get your guys' initial observations, and let's start with the QB play. Let's go with P.J. Walker, Will Greer. Sam Darnold doesn't get the start. He's not in there. They sat the starters. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, and Bryson, we'll start with you. What did you see from PJ Walker versus Will Greer? What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought uh, PJ Walker played well. Um, he seemed poised in the pocket. He seemed calm. Um, didn't really make any bad decisions. Uh, fl- he was flush out of the pocket and stayed mobile when he had to. Um, threw a touchdown to. Uh, Tommy Tremble looked like it was going for Omar Bayless and Tommy Tremble stole it from him, but a yeah, touchdown's a touchdown. So um, uh, PJ Walker looked good. He, you know, he threw for 161 yards and a touchdown and 89.6 passer rating. And uh, first half, you know, Panthers are rolling. Then second half comes, the third stringers come in, uh, Will Greer comes in and they don't look so hot. Uh, I don't think Will Greer played bad necessarily. Uh, I think he didn't have a whole lot of time to throw. Uh, he, didn't have a whole lot of help around him in the second half, but um, he, he could have definitely played better. And I'm, I'm interested to see this week if Matt Rule gives Will Greer time with the twos and puts uh, P.J. Walker with the threes and, and switch that up and see how that goes. Gentlemen, I'll pose this to you. You guys can fire away at this. Do you think P.J. Walker has sealed up the number two spot behind Sam Darnold? Fire away. I mean- I'll jump in and I'm going to say, yes, it's not even a, it's not even close. Like if I've been to majority of practices, it's not even close. Like Will Greer, I, I think, I mean, we got to be honest here. His time is pretty much done. We, we got to be honest. I mean, I, and it's, it's crazy to me uh, that Matt rule is continuing to give him more and more and more opportunities. Again, he's a guy that this regime did not draft. There's no ties to him. There, it's it's not it. Will Greer is not it, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I don't think PJ Walker is that great either. Uh, he's up and down. Yeah, he I think he continued what he did last year. I didn't see. Uh, you know, again, um, he he's erratic. He he was uh, what 50 percent throwing. Like, I mean, this is not this is not like something we need to you know be like putting the crown on PJ. I, I think he's far and above better than Will. But I mean, you got to put that in context too. Yeah, my my thing is, I think we. We're we're talking about how good PJ is, but he had an accidental touchdown. He threw, like Rashad said, he threw for under fifty percent of his passes. And I'm gonna cut. I mean PJ Walker. I'm gonna cut Greer some slack because I 
because the coach admitted, I'm going to cut him some slack. I'm not going to cut him that much slack. You've been at the training camp. You generous. Look terrible. But <laughs> he hasn't really had a fair shake because even the coach admitted that he was trying to win the game. And, this, and the play calling was a factor in this in the second half because of it. So, you know, and they keep saying they're going to give them an opportunity, which scares me, which tells me that I could see a scenario where Pete, where Will Greer starts. I mean, and I, then I, 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 I don't see he, Sam Darnold again for game three because they get enough game two because they got enough reps during joint practices. And I'm I mean, I, very I, afraid of that. I, I mean, I guess you could say he didn't get a fair shake last year, but he got as much playing time as PJ Walker did on Sunday. And he didn't look very good. And I get it. He, I mean, he was running around a little bit, but there was nothing flashy about it. I, I, I thought, I know I, I remember mentioning halfway. I mean, me and Bryson watched the game together. I remember mentioning, you know, third, fourth, third quarter, a couple of drives in of Sam Darnold. And I'm like, I've seen enough. Like this guy, this guy ain't doing it for me. It, it just, and I don't, I don't know if, you know, they, they could keep three QBs. And that's another discussion we can talk about is with COVID. Do they keep three QBs to be safe? That's the only Cause, way. Cause that's another thing that's out there. That's the only way. Like, I think if this was a non-COVID season, there's no way in hell you keep more than two. But at the same time, I know there's that concern with Sam Darnold, and I've been saying it all offseason. Sam's never played a full season. He's missed at least four games in every year, every mm-hmm. season that he's played in. Yeah. So from that standpoint, probably got to keep a third, but you probably could do that on the practice squad. And that's what I, that was my point is that the guy that you go out that gets cut that you can bring in on a practice squad is probably going to be equal. He's uh, going to get picked maybe up, slightly though. better. Well, well, he don't, Will, be well I don't up. care about yeah. Will. That's fine. I'm talking about the guy. Will. Yeah, I'm but they got to get something for him. I mean, for them to, you know, they draft him in the third round. They got to, tr- I mean, and they're what, probably what, are. What, what, they might be already. What are we asking for, though? I mean, we just, we just traded. A sixth, seventh rounder. I mean, what? Well, look, Greg Little was only worth a seventh. So what do you think Will Greer's going to be worth? Wow. <laughs> He's a currency, though. I, that's yeah. the made for another day. I mean, that, I, I don't necessarily agree that they have to get something for Will Greer. I think if he gets cut, I think another team will claim him. But I, I, I don't – Washington. Yeah, I, I don't – Buffalo. I don't think that's necessarily, uh, you know, the end of the world for the Carolina Panthers. I think that's I fine. I agree. And uh, there's other options. There's You know, there's been a lot of good quarterback play around the league in the preseason. Uh, the uh, one guy that comes to mind is – on the team that we have in joint practice this week, their quarterback, uh, don't know his first name. His last name's Huntley. He came in. Tyler. Uh, yeah, he came in after Trace McSorley. And, I mean, he, he that that guy can play quarterback. So, I, I think there's – Whatever his name is, yeah. I, I think there is uh, – there's talent around the league, and um, I'm not really worried about cutting Will Greer and somebody claiming him uh, and not really getting anything in return because, because like Rashad said, it's, it wasn't this regime. I don't think they really have a whole lot of – ties necessarily to to that draft pick like specifically so um i just i don't really see that as, as an issue that's fair i'll 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 stick with that i guess um let, let's go let's go to the rookie play uh you bryson you mentioned terrace marshall he showed out he had you know he had a couple of good catches shy smith had that one on the sideline beautiful catch you love to see that beautiful throw from our boy PJ <laughs> ha, Hos, Hoskins was another one um, who really, you know, he was penetrating up the middle, which was good to see. But just from your guys's take from the rookies satisfied wanting more what's, what's our take on the rookies at uh, versus the Colts. Yeah. I, I'll jump in. I'll, I'll say I'm beyond satisfied. I think, I mean, you look at what Terrace Marshall did. You guys mentioned that. You you mentioned uh, Tommy. Um, excuse me. Tommy Trumbull had a good day. Got the touchdown act by accident. But Chuba Hubbard also had a good day. Like to see both of those guys get away on those touchdowns. Chuba and Terrace Marshall. Uh, kind of they, they can learn from that. That's okay, rookie. You know, it is what it is. They're getting the, the uh, getting the butterflies out. Shaw Smith also had a great day. But the guy I'm most excited about is probably going to be Deontay Brown. I think he had a hell of a game. Uh, and if he can supplant. Uh, one of those quote unquote veterans that we have on the offensive line. I'll be really excited about that. Uh, he graded out as a 64.5 PFF, and that's a really solid grade. Did give up zero pressure. He gave up zero pressures. Um, so I, I really like what I saw out of Deontay Brown. And but the entire class, love it. I no, they, it couldn't have been a better uh, debut for all of our rookies. The only, the only, the rookies were freaking phenomenal. The one that played. The reason why I say the one that played is because our first round pick did not play, and I would have loved to see him. But other than that, the rookies were outstanding, man. All of them played really well, including the undrafted ones. 
they all played really well across the board. So that so I have to give credit to Scott Fitterer. He drafted a bunch of great guys. Even Thomas Fletcher got to play in, man. <laughs> yeah, the fumble recovery that, that was crazy. You no, know, know what I'm saying. So like, watch out, JJ. Draft, he's, the, he's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's already there, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's just inevitable at this point. Yeah, I thought I thought they had a, a good day as well. Um, I liked what I saw from Brady Christensen for the most part. I know he got beat badly on one play, but uh, but the play to Terrace Marshall, he had a really good block on the right side. Um, that eighty-eight or the eighty-yard, whatever it was, fifty-yard pass to Terrace Marshall from PJ Walker. Um, Christensen had that right side blocked up really well. Uh, he he had a pretty good day overall. And then um, like Rashad was stating, uh, Deontay Brown, that was one that Matt Rule even said stood out to him. Um, he played really well. Uh, and I'm excited for him. I just, I just, I like, I like Miller. I don't think Miller's a bad player, um, but I could, I think I could see Brown starting over him. Maybe we got to get, we got to get Blastoise up in that. Lineup, <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then like, like they mentioned, Chuba and Terrace had, had a good day. Phil Hoskins. Um, I, I thought it was a great, great, uh, a great performance from the rookies week one. Yeah. Brady Christensen. I was keeping a close eye on him. I, th- I I think I watched him more on offense than anyone. I just wanted to see how he did. And I thought he did really well in the past, in the past blocking game. Uh, he held his own, that Terrace Marshall pass. I remember seeing that live and I was, that was the thing I mentioned. Everyone's worried about the catch. I'm like, holy shit. Did you guys just see Brady Christensen hold that guy on his own? PJ Walker stepped into that lane a little bit close. I mean, it was, that was a hell of a block. So I was impressed with him. But sticking with the offensive line, with one thing that concerned me, there was not a whole hell of a lot of push with the run in, in the run blocking at all. The run was I mean, terrible. you you had you had Chuba, you had Chuba Hubbard break off that one, but I mean that that was when the line broke down and he just made something out of nothing. But that kind of worried me a little bit. Is that run blocking? It was it was pitiful. It was number the number of the day is three. If you take off that big run and Chuba had, it was three yards per carry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. You take out that that 60-yard run, and it was pretty bad. I mean, you had, what, 21 carries for 64 yards. That's that's not a good look. Like you said, there was zero push. Um, guys were out there pretty much creating on their own. Uh, so I'm concerned about the run game as well, something to watch as we uh, proceed throughout the preseason, have a tough, 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 uh, you know, matchup with Baltimore. We'll really get tested there. Like, the, hopefully the starters can uh, can kind of show a, a little bit of different different look there and improve, but yeah, concerned about the, the passing, you know, uh, excuse me, concerned about the run game, the pass sets though, they were pretty solid, zero sacks given up. Um, I think the one that the one sack that I think was on Will Greer was accredited to Greer if it was, and I got to research that. Uh, but from what I saw, there were zero sacks given up according to PFF. So really good job from a pass protection standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thoroughly impressed with the pass protection with the line. So that gives me some faith that we're going to be able to protect Donald. But it goes back to I need to see the stars. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess we can end on this and then get just last thoughts on just the recap versus the Colts. Who 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 was your guys's? Whether it was a surprise player, who who won that game over? You know, secured a spot on the team, or you know, move move themselves up the depth chart a little bit. Who were if you had to pick one guy, who was your standout versus the Colts? Hoskins. Got- I don't know about Hoskins. I'm I'm gonna say non rookie. I'm gonna say Kenny Robinson. I think Kenny Robinson yeah. did a great job. Uh, he had the pick, had some big hits. I mean, you're talking about a guy last year that was cut on a rookie deal. I mean, you you never want to see that, or you never want to see a dude get cut. Uh, we luckily cleared waivers, brought him back, put him on the practice squad. But that's got to be pretty uh, damning to the confidence uh, to get cut in a rookie deal. So I'm gonna roll with Kenny Robinson. I think he. Uh, help solidify uh, the if the depth, uh, the safety positions. I'm rolling with Kenny Robinson. For me, it's Hoskins because I think I remember when a lot of folks made that when we made that pick. A lot of folks was like, "There's no way he's going to make the team because of all the the interior linemen." But it's he he showed. I think he had a really good day on Sunday. So I think he's. Agree. I think there's going to be questions about whether or not whether he might he might sneak up on that roster because if he keeps playing like this, I don't think he's gonna. If we cut him, he's not going to make it through waivers, bro. Mm-mm. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hoskins had a, had a lot of push. He was so disruptive um, yeah. in that last preseason game. It was crazy. It seemed like every play he was in the backfield. But uh, I'm going to go with the um, highest graded defensive player that was already mentioned, and that's Kenny Robinson. Uh, he he was uh, graded by Pro Football Focus an 89.7. 
Uh, and he was the highest graded defensive player on the Carolina Panthers in that game. I, I thought he had a really good game overall with the interception and coverage and the hit on special teams. Uh, I, I mean, just an all around good game from Kenny Robinson. Yeah, I thought I thought Sean Chandler did pretty well too. Um, that was I just like him too, so I just love to mention him. But also, I thought Brady Christensen played well. I did. Uh, I I mean, I get I didn't get to see every block he played, but the ones I was watching, he I thought he did it did enough to. You know, and we we might get in this later. Of he could he could be that right tackle if they decide to move Moten over. Well, that that's a discussion for later. But anyway, I, I think that's a that's real possibility. But yeah, let's Bryson. Let's why don't we go with the cuts today? That's big. The big news of the day. Yeah, let's, let's yeah let's transition into that to the cuts today. Um, so we'll start with the trade. The Panthers traded Greg Little to the Miami Dolphins for a 2022 conditional seventh round pick. Um. Then they announced some other cuts slash injuries. Uh, Troy Pride Jr. out for season on IR with a torn Achilles. Austin Larkin agreed to an injury settlement on IR, so he's not on the team anymore. And they waived Matt Caskey. Um, the roster's now at 84. And uh, just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, what was your opinion on the Greg Little trade? Um, well, I thought, I thought Larkin, was al- Larkin was already off the roster because of the mm-hmm. oh, he, he was on IR. He got yeah, the, but he doesn't count. He doesn't count towards the eighty-five. Correct. That's my point. Correct. Oh, yeah, okay. he doesn't count towards the eighty-five. So, like, he because he he went on IR, he he cleared waivers, we brought him back. So, but he's gone now. Like, he's not gone even now because he's taking an injury suddenly. Yeah, but he didn't count towards the, the. He wasn't part of the five cuts. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're at eighty-four now, and uh, I just want to know if you guys are going to miss Greg Little or not. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I will say this, though. I am happy they got something in return, even though it's a seventh-round pick. Conditional, I think we get the highest of – I think they had two picks, and mm-hmm. we get the highest of the two. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I think that, you know, I, I love the fact that we got something, right? We talked about Will Greer earlier about getting something for your guys. If you know that this guy is not going to be a part of your team, uh, why not go ahead and, uh, and and get something in return? I think Fitterer did a good job in, in finding a team that had a need and swapping that. So I, I love that. I I was on record saying that this dude was on the roster bubble a long time ago. It's unfortunate he had a um, ton of injuries, couldn't get on the field. When he was on the field, he was uh, underwhelming. So I love the fact uh, that we got something in return, albeit it's just a seventh-round pick. And I'll, and I'll, let me just say this. For a lot of people to say, oh, you just got a seventh-round pick. It's not enough, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, you can package those seventh-round picks up and move. Like, that's how you can maneuver throughout the draft. So the more draft capital you have, the better, right? Seventh round pick, sixth round pick. You don't have to pick where you are. You can package those up and move around. So and keep it's that better. It's better than nothing at all. Because mm-hmm. believe you me, we were prepared to cut him for nothing at all. And then the outrage would have been higher than the trade that we got today. Marty Herney would have cut him. Marty Herney would have cut him. He went to got the trade. Oh, 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 Federer would have cut him too if nobody was willing to give us something. No, Fitter but I'm saying I'm, sa- I'm saying if Marty Herney was the GM right now, we went they wouldn't have gotten anything for him. No, what would have happened was what would have happened was reports would have went would have came out saying that the Panthers are trying to trade Greg Little. Mm-hmm. At that point, it makes yep. you look like a sucker. <laughs> yep. And then nobody's gonna trade for Greg Little, and then he will cut him. Sounds like that's a, how that, that's how it would have went down. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it would have went sounds. down, man. But as far as far as the other cuts, uh, and, you know, prayers up real quick for for Troy Pride. That was it was really bad. I was kind of scared watching that. Uh, the dude passed out. I think once he realized the injury uh, was as severe as it was, he just passed out. So prayers up to him, man. And shout out to Austin Larkin too, man. That's one. That's my guy, man. Arson Larkin is, 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 I felt like he was family. So um, it's unfortunate uh, that Arson, Austin Larkin is no longer a member of the Carolina Panthers because uh, his, his girlfriend was real cool too. I met her. She's she's real dope. So shout out to Arson Larkin, man. And good luck to wherever he goes. Yeah, and just the update on the, the other roster cuts. They they got rid of that the fullback, Rod Smith. Uh, they waived Mike Penasiak. I'm probably saying that wrong. And Sounds then, better than what I would have said. And Nate Hall as well. So those were the other cuts. But I want to pose this. Because I, I I was on record saying that I thought Troy Pride was on the bubble to make this roster. Did the injury on Sunday save him a spot on this team? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely right. 
Yep. You're not alone in that. <laughs> You're not alone. Like, as soon as I saw the injury and everybody was like, well, we got to cut five. I'm like, well, he's going to IR. He's gone. He's going to IR. And I think three out of the five cuts were injury-based. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we lost three linemen in the span of a couple weeks. And we cut two of them yesterday, today. And he was just, and the coach was just talking about how he didn't, he had, he had some issues with offensive line depth. It obviously didn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, they seem pretty confident in that uh, Cam Irving. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, they're not just confident in Cam Irving. They're confident in Pat Affline. They're confident in Matt Paradis. They're confident in the five that didn't play on Sunday. That's going to be our starting five, guys. So for you guys listening, get ready, guys. <laughs> this is what we're rolling with. This is what we got. Well, that, that segues perfectly into our next our next topic here, and that's the offensive line. Matt Rule said today they're a work in progress, progress and he compared them to the I-85 under construction. Uh, he had and he, and he went on record today. He said if, he didn't if, call if, them the construction, though. Don't do that. <laughs> he did call I-85, and we can have a long discussion about interstates and their construction problems. Oh, Jesus man. Christ, man! What interstates been, you I, pick? I haven't been I haven't been living here long enough to know the all the traffic woes that you guys have to deal with. But if he called, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I, I lived in Greensboro while I was in college. If he called it I-40, we might as well go ahead and get ready to pack him up. <laughs> that thing was always under construction. It never got fixed. Oh, man. But 85 just that- has traffic because y'all in, y'all in Charlotte. <laughs> he, he was on record, though, today. He said that Irving, if if the season started, he'd be at left tackle, Moten at right, and Moten would be the backup at left tackle. Um, that's alarming. I'm sorry, Irving starting at left tackle. When they signed him, the guy can't stay healthy. We don't. I just ah, oh, it scares me. It really does. It's, but just, you don't sign. He doesn't sign him nor F line signs here. If they weren't a book in the start, yeah, they don't sign here. And and they weren't like late free agency signings either. They were. It was early. Yeah. It was they the first time. Yeah, they were. They were the first ones. Yeah, for for Carolina, they were the first ones. And, yeah, man. And well, yeah, like, the man. only thing you can base a player off of is the tape they've put out. And Cam Irving has put out shit tape. He is not good from what he's put out on tape. So I I don't see what 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 they see in him. I I don't understand why they're so confident. Well, and Sam I mean, Darnold. Listen, Sam Darnold's that way. Though, yeah, too. I was about to say. I'm I can like, tell you, I can exactly tell you what it is. Stellar tape. I, I, can, I can tell you what it is. I can tell you what it is though. It's it's all about traits, man. This this and this is the biggest thing with with this coaching staff, right? It's all about measurements and 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 athletic ability. If you have that, my plan is to coach it out of you. And we we are going to soon find out how good of a coach this guy is, right? Because we're taking all these reclamation projects, and it's in my opinion that it's not, it's not going to work out. Like I, I agree with Bryson, dog. Like these dudes are not good. Like Pat Eflin is trash. Okay, he's not just going to come here and turn around his career all of a sudden. You got cut on a rookie deal. Uh, Cam Irving too. He's got way more trash film than good film. He can't stay healthy. Like you can't just turn these dudes around. And I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong, but well, bro, I do not but think like, that that's gonna be the a, case. But it's a it's a it's a it's layers of it, bro. Like you could say the same thing about Darnold. Like Darnold yeah, hasn't Darnold hasn't showed any reason why you think he could turn this shit around. But for some reason, Matt Rule and the coaching staff thinks this man could turn around. And I hope they're right. And well, for like his job sake, I hope sexy, he is too. He's got the sexy, you know, he's he's young, he's had three years' experience in the NFL. They think that this is the reclamation project team. It, it but, has been history, history shows somebody like him or somebody like anybody that's been in the league for like three years and hasn't played well. Most of the time, damn near 90% of the time, changing the team ain't fixing it. Let me let me ask this. Let me ask this. Is it almost like this dude is taking like He's kind of got that college coach mindset. I'm going to mm-hmm. take this guy out of high school. I'm going to mold him up uh, to, to be the guy that I want him to be. And, and then he's going to just be, all of a sudden be great. Do you think that's kind of still in, in Coach Rule's head and in his coaching staffs? I, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking – I'm reaching for straw. I'm think, trying to understand. I, I think you're naive if you don't – I think there's a little bit of that for damn sure. 
And I, I remember mean, we every every coach thinks that they can they can rejuvenate a quarterback. Every we, coach thinks that. So we we went golfing with Trey Boston, and I, I sat on a golf cart with him, and I asked him, I said, "What's the biggest difference between Ron Rivera and Matt Rule?" And the and the first thing he said is, "Matt Rule is collegey." And I was like, "Well, what the hell do you mean by that? Like, oh, what geez. what's that mean?" And you know, he got it, you know, in the, in the locker room. And I, I'm wondering if this is kind of what he's referring to where he, and again, I, I don't want this to be a shit on. No, I, I believe I so far believe in Matt rule. And I think he can turn around this team, but I think that comes out a little bit. And I think you see that where it's just, they think they can rebirth all these people's careers and some of these guys that they're signing. And it's, it's terrifying some of these linemen that uh so, it's so i, I want to ask you guys this was actually my last question but i'm gonna move it up to now because it's a perfect segue for it um actually what we're pretty much talking about do you guys think that this is a make or break year for matt rule like if 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 pat elf pat elfline and cam irving and sam darnold all suck and um, they were key free agent signings do you think that like matt rules tenure could end after the season can i go first Go ahead. Yup. If he he can't trot out a double digit loss season this year, guys, cannot happen. Cannot happen. Like the thing that people keep forgetting is that we have our owner who spent a lot of money on this team, wrote a check, didn't have to borrow from a soul, and he hasn't seen a winning season yet. And I and we already know he's an impatient owner because he already ran two quarterbacks out of here. So we already know he's an impatient owner. So from that standpoint, there's no way we'll survive if he comes out of here being six and 11, five and 12. There's no way. And I also think, and I'll say this with another caveat, if he somehow survives, Sam Darnold's going to be a quarterback again. You can put that in the bank. So for those who are talking about, I want a new quarterback of Sam's terrible. It's a package deal, bro. There's no way they're going to let that man draft another quarterback or pick up another quarterback at this point. You're saying if the Panthers finish 5-11 and 11 or 5-12 or 6-11, and 11, Matt Rule is gone yeah. after this year. I Absolutely. don't see that. I, I, I don't see that. I, I mean, I do think he's on the hot scene. I think if he screws this up again with another, you know, can this guy, you know, Sam Darnold turn around his career? I think – He's definitely on the hot seat, but I do I cannot see him getting if, if I, he I just, if he survives, there's two things that are definitely gonna there's two possibilities that could happen if he survives. One is Tepper nudges him and say, Hey man, is there a college job out there that you can go so we can kind of smooth this thing over so you can go? Because it looks bad to... on Tepper too, because I mean this, yeah, like that's that's this that's was, you know that's one option. And the other option is he does stick around. But we're not taking a quarterback in the first round. He's got to keep Donald. Donald just won't get an extension. And Donald's going to play the fifth year, and he's going to be a lame duck quarterback. So he's going to be playing for – at that point, Donald's going to be playing for his NFL career. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, so, and so will Rule. Because so, – So let me let me jump in here because they right. – you got to get some – Dave has been trying to fire Matt Rule. No, no, year. don't so, do that to me, man. So, so you got to you got to pump the brakes, Dave. So I, I do think the reason why you're seeing these reclamation projects is because Matt Rule feels comfortable, right? He knows he's got this long seven-year deal in place so that he can take his time with his rebuild. And we know uh, based off of what, and I know this is in college, right? We know that, right? But based on the trajectory of Matt Rule's rebuilds, it's what, year three before it really takes off? So I think he knows he has at least until year three to kind of really get this thing going. I think that's when it really turns up. Now, I agree with Dave. I don't think he's going to get another quarterback. I think that Sam Donald is his guy, and I don't think we're going to get another shot or he's going to get another shot at a quarterback. So I think it's with Matt Rule, they're married. Uh, and so I, and I agree with that because uh, I don't I don't envision uh, Tepper being I, we can't just keep going with this quarterback thing. We're, we're shuffling quarterbacks, and you can't win like that. So I think they're going to stick with with uh, with Sam Donald for at least a couple years, it, like Dave said, play out his contract. That's I, my yeah. opinion. I disagree with you guys. I think this is 
this is a Teddy Bridgewater 2.0 project where if it doesn't work out, they're going to be quarterback number one next year, rinse and repeat. They got what the whole big deal about getting Darnold in the corner was you're going to get a secured number one, you know, corner locked down. And then you're going to get, hopefully if Sam Darnold pans out, you're going to get your starting quarterback. But if that doesn't happen this year and Sam Darnold, what's the bet? I think we're back here again next year and they're trading for someone or they're drafting someone in the first round. I think it's set up that way. I really do. And we will continue to do that for years and years and years to come. (laughs) That's why it has to stop. I think Listen, man, all I'm going to say is this. The thing about the bottom line is this. I know everybody keeps saying, well, and and Rashad just mentioned it. Rule got this long seven-year deal. But let me tell you something, bro. Our owner doesn't care about that. Federer didn't hire the guy. If Federer says, I want to get in, go in a new direction, the owner's going to have to make a decision. And I think if he if he picks rule over Federer, it's going to be a long ride, guys. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah, and, and you know who's looked real good? Uh, who, who looked really good in the first week of the preseason? Justin Fields looked really good in the first week of the preseason. <laughs> all right we're, we're we're going on no 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 i'm i'm continuing so uh you know i i get i understand panthers fans hate talking about it and, and you know they chose sam darnold over justin fields but if justin fields turns out to be this you know uh, like franchise quarterback that's you know a, a top 10 quarterback in the league there and and sam darnold turns out to be uh, what Sam Darnold has proven that he is um, in the first three years of his career. Uh, you know, Matt Rule's going to have some some answering to do. And I, I think that's the bottom line when it comes to that. I mean, I'm not going to give it – I'm not going to – I don't think the lashings about the Justin Fields situation is war- is fully warranted because it still comes down to, like, he's got he's to gotta exceed – he's got to succeed in the system that we have. And so far – the system that we have has shown that we still don't know how to get touchdowns in the red zone unless it's an accident. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say, well, if we had Justin Fields, all our problems would be solved. Cause I'd be like, nah, nah. And then if Justin struggles, they're going to say, well, maybe we shouldn't have took him. Like, so you're damned if you do, damn if you don't, you still got to excel in the system that he's in. And maybe Justin Fields might be have the opportunity to excel in Chicago. I mean, Matt Nagy, as much as we give him a lot of heat, he's got a pretty good offensive mind. You know, he just so happens he's the coach of a, of a team that never really had a good quarterback. Like, Justin Fields is probably arguably the best quarterback they've ever had. Ever. Yeah. If you sit down and think about it. Like, look, you think about the quarterbacks that the Chicago Bears has had since we've been around. Yeah, this, this, this is a Panthers podcast. Yeah. I don't care what the Bears are doing right now. I'm I really just don't. saying. I'll worry about that in three years and compare the two situations. I could care less right now. Yeah, I think we shouldn't go off of one preseason <laughs> game. He did look good, but, I mean, all the quarterbacks, like Trey Lance looked good too. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's move on. Let's go, let's go to joint Let's go to joint practice. Our joint practice is coming up here. We got the Ravens. Ravens coming to town. Is it tomorrow already? Is that is that right? Tomorrow, tomorrow Thursday, yes, right? Yes, tomorrow. tomorrow yep. Thursday. Then Thursday they're going to make the decision of whether or not the start Are you going to be there, Rashad? I will be there. Yes. You will be there. So we can look yeah. for your live streams on that. Yeah. Yep. I'll be there live streaming. Um, I'll say that it's, it's been choppy, uh, but you know, it is what it is. I'll do the best I can, but I'll be out there. Well, let's look, let's look at that game a little bit. I don't know what the Ravens are planning to do with starter wise. I haven't really researched it. I'll be honest, but initial, you know, initial, what do you guys think of that matchup for them? And what do you want to see? Do you want to see Sam Darnold get some snaps in this game? I sure as hell do. Um, oh, God. But what, what's your guys' thoughts on, on, you know, Sam Darnold? Does he get any reps? You know, the QB competition. Let's just start there. He better get reps. He has to get reps, bro. Like, I wasn't happy about the fact that the starters didn't play Sunday. Um, and and I have a I have a fear – and the way that Rule's talking, man, I have a fear that if he feels comfortable with the amount of reps he gets at these joints practices, that he's going to pull the same thing. And I and I think the lack of a preseason last year is why he's getting – he thinks it's cool to do this. I really believe that. I think if we had a full offseason, preseason, whole nine last season, I don't think he would be doing this. 
Mm-hmm. I really don't. To his defense, though, there are a lot of teams doing this. To his defense. There are a to lot of teams defense. that aren't. There's a lot of teams that aren't playing their starters in that first game. I have yeah, a question. But how, wait, 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 how wait. Many of... wait. Let me do it. So how many of them? I haven't looked. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just, I know. But, but my point is, is that how many of them is actually they have a new quarterback? Yeah, established. A new, I got you. A new offensive line. Like yeah. Patrick Mahomes has been in the Chiefs system since he's been with the Chiefs. They've had the same head coach. The offensive coordinators have changed, but they've had the same head coach. But Bienemy's been there for a while. He played on. He played last weekend. No, trust Cam, me. Hey, I'm I'm on the same side you are. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I nah, think they, just, he should have played too. I, I, that's my thing. Like if if Sam if Sam Darnold's been in the system for years, not a new offense, and then they decide to sit him, I'm cool. But I probably have a bigger beef about J.C. Horn not playing more than Sam because yeah. he's a rookie. Absolutely, nobody needs to rest more than him. Yep. But yeah, yeah, Bryson and I talked. We were both saying, like, what the like, come on. Patrick like, Sertan played. Yeah. Najee Harris yes. played. Najee Harris played in the first preseason game. He for the Steelers. And, and the thing is, the irony is Najee got hurt. He was hurt. <laughs> he was injured. So, like, if you're saying, Well, I'm trying to avoid injuries, oh, I got enough reps, you you might be creating more risk by not giving these guys these reps. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everybody want to talk about Anna. I'm sorry, Rashad. I just took this shit over. No, no, you good. Everybody everybody keeps talking about analytics and everybody keeps talking about the data, but the data also shows there's been more ACL tears since less practices have happened, less two-a-days. There's more injuries now than there were in the past. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I think the the starters should play. I mean, just point blank, period. At least a series or two. Uh, You got to get your feet wet. That offensive line needs to get hit. They need to get punched. Uh, so let's let's see what we got. So I think they definitely need to play for sure. Sam Donner needs to be out there. Uh, there, there. You can you can tell the coaching staff is taking these reps. And Matt Rule said it today: these practice reps that are in, in these joint practices as actual oh, reps, games. and they're not. <laughs> it's not the same. Uh, so, uh, but it is what it is. Get those guys out there and let them play, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't understand that, man. It's uh, like Matt Matt Rule says. Uh, I just felt like you had enough reps in the joint practice. I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like he needed the preseason game. Like that makes no sense to me. Like he, he's a new quarterback in a new system with a new head coach, yes. with a new offensive line, with new wide receivers. He needs to build chemistry. Like I, I don't understand that at all. Like I, I he doesn't yeah. want him to get hurt. He, he's got enough rep. Like just put him out there at least for a series or two. Come on now. I think everyone was baffled at that presser when he, when he dropped that. And he, he, a lot of times he tends to drop things very, he'll just drop them just very, just and casually, but I feel like you could have heard a pin drop when he said Sam Darnold wasn't playing in that in that first preseason game. Brian That's Burns just... was shocked. He didn't know that the starters weren't playing. <laughs> he, he had no clue. So, uh, but the thing is, Brian Burns ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah, like he ain't like he he's been there. He know he's this is the second year under Phil Snow. Like some guys don't need to play. I'm not asking for all the stars to play. I'm just asking these new pieces to play. Yep. Like. I want to see J.C. Horn. Yep. He's a rookie. He needs actual reps. Absolutely. In a in a live game. And these joint practices, as much as Rule wants to say it's a live game, they're not a live game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you out here taking all this risk. And then if week one rolls around and we, we lay an egg, I want the media to crucify him. <laughs> and they should. Oh yeah, the, against the Jets if they lay an egg against the man, the Jets, the Zach Wilson dude. Jets. Oh man, and the Saints at this point. Yeah, and the Saints too. That's that's a fair. And they like, well, we're Sam still Darnold to, we're, better the not thing lay is, an egg in that he's, damn first game. He, but the thing that's going to make me irritate is that he's going to make a comment like he's going to say something to the effect of, "Well, we're still trying to get through it. We're still trying to learn the system. We ain't got to." And I'm going to look at him like, "No, you, no, 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 we're not doing that." And you guys are saying that, and you guys don't agree that he, he can't survive this. Man, you know what type of snafu it would be if he's out here starting 0 2 with the schedule that we're starting with? Yeah. We might not win a game if we start 0 2. We should be 3 0. <laughs> we should be 3 0 out of the gate. Yep. Absolutely. Out of the gate. Yep. You see the Saints out here having six turnovers with their starters. Yep. We out here taking these risks without them. Yep. 
Well, well, here's a little fun fact for you guys. Um, the Ravens have the longest winning streak in the preseason. Uh, they have a 17-game winning streak. They haven't lost a game since September 3rd of 2015. So, so you're saying the last time they lost a game, we had a Super Bowl run. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, that's what I heard. So <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah. Do you guys think that Carolina can hand them their first L in six years? No, if we're not playing the starters. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and the thing that made me more irritated is like, oh, well, we're trying to win these games. I'm like, you're really trying to win these games? Are you really trying to win these games? I know the Ravens are going to try to win these games. They're, gonna, they're trying to win, bro. Yeah, John Harbaugh, like, he takes it seriously, that, that winning streak. He does not want to lose. So There was there was another thing that came out of that presser. Um, he – Rule said that John Harbaugh is going to be running the practices. Like, he's going to be tilling the practices. And I thought that he was said they, you know, He said they're teaming up. They're teaming up to do it. Don't spread lies, Dave. I'll go back and yeah, check the tape. T- him and Frank teamed up too. I thought. Yeah, I, but I mean, but he said that Frank. He Frank did say them. Yeah, he said he Frank tailored them, did. and then he said something very similar during the presser about Harbaugh. He said we're going to do it together, but but I told Harbaugh he could tailor the practices, and I think there's nothing wrong with that I'm from the standpoint. You're just shitting on that rule. You're just shitting on no, no. That's a beta move. That is a beta move from a head coach. At, that at your yeah, home. I mean, because. Cause yeah, like I think the only beef I had about it is the fact that he's home. But at the same, (laughs) my my beef my beef was all right. He's at home. He should be trying to dictate this practices a little bit more. But at the same time, Harbaugh's won a ring, so I'm like, well, I mean, I think Harbaugh can. I think it might not be a bad idea for Harbaugh to tell us so he can see how it's done. You know, Mm -hmm. add a little bit more red zone drills and and you know, practice and and maybe not make sure they don't look like live reps. So he thinks it's not okay to play your starters in a preseason game oh man oh, i hear you i i hope what is he Bro, probably uh, thursday he's he, gonna make the announcement after practice is that yes is that the, he said he's gonna so he's gonna wait till after the joint practices to make the decision so i'm telling you he's counting them reps bro he feels like he's like well, we got about 30 60 reps oh we don't need to play the starters yeah yeah we get smacked around enough in the joint practices so he'll be like that's enough no need to play our starters <laughs> It's all good. I'll tell you what, I'm a bet. If I'm a bet man, I think Sam Darnold plays a series or two. I really agree. I agree. He needs to. I agree. He needs to. Like, I'm not against it. He got to play him. Like, we have to play him. I feel like we've been protecting this man. We we need to see him. Do you you think do you think he's scared to play him and and show not not that he's gonna get injured, but the the way the way the way that they are tailoring Sam Darnold right now tells me that. He understands that even though they're not saying that man's on the hot seat, he is. Yeah, yeah. I, that's just how I feel. Are they scared it. to like, show what he can't do right now? That yep. that's that's my question. Yep. And the, I'm the, answer and that, I'm, the answer to that question is yes. You can you can tell. Um, listen, like, come on, like he said that I'm not going to play these guys because we banged up on the offensive line, so we're not going to put them out there. Like, what is, what is that? Like, bro, okay, so you're saying that during the season when Cam Irving go when he does – when it, it does happen because it's going – he's going to get injured, he goes down, are you going to start P.J. Walker because the offensive line isn't healthy? Like, what is <laughs> – what? Is, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you got to play Sam. Like, play him, bro. You're trying to protect him. And I agree. I agree, Bryson. You're exactly right. I think he's trying to protect Sam Donald. You can tell um, he's trying to keep his confidence up, run. man. And, and the thing keep, is, well, yeah, it's, a, it's all a confidence thing for him. But the thing is, I if agree. he doesn't play on Saturday, if he doesn't play this weekend, and then we, and then he says, "Oh, we're going to play in the third preseason game," he's going to have the, the greatest confidence on earth because the Steelers ain't playing their guys. I don't yeah, but if, if it pans me. out, though, what, I mean, what's wrong with that? You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, I he mean, if if it pans out, he could make me look foolish. I just. I, uh, I don't know, man. But if it doesn't pan resting, out. Resting starters don't really, most of the time, doesn't work in these scenarios. Yeah, like, yeah. like, it, like when folks rest their starters before a playoff game, they typically don't show up when it's playoff time. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's just, it, historically, it doesn't look good. And I've seen our schedule. I'm pretty sure you guys have, too. We have to start pretty strong early. Oh, yeah. Because it gets ugly near the end of this schedule. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, and if it doesn't pan out, if if they don't, you know, if they don't play him week two, and then they play him week three, and he sucks, I think that's a that's that's worse than it it panning out. And then he and then yeah. he, and then, and he then rolls the following week, season. yeah, and then the following week he goes against goes up against his old team 
with a new head coach that's already told him that I don't like the tactics that he's doing indirectly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't think they're going to be fired up to beat us week one? Oh, they will be. Absolutely. Oh, so, I mean, I, I'm rooting for Sam, man. I want him to succeed. I really do. It's just I, I keep seeing all these does not compute moments that Matt Rule's doing, and I'm like, yo. And then you make the college comment, and I'm like, man. Man, oh, man. I mean, if he's college maybe we should uh, find a college man to go coach for next year. <laughs> Well, this weekend, game's at uh, 7 o'clock, Saturday night. Something they announced today. I don't know if we want to discuss this, but it looks like they will be marrying masks indoors. Um, it looks like that's going to be include the concourse at both the 300 and 400 levels. Face coverings are not required outside, so you won't have to wear the masks while you're sitting down at your seat. Any thoughts I mean, on that? I know me it. and Bryson, we went to a game last year. It was versus Atlanta. What was that in fall, Bryson, when that yep. late fall? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had to wear masks the whole game. I mean, it is what it is, um, the way the way that things are rolling how, right how, now. I think. Like, I'm, not, I'm only, like, like, I live in New England, so how, how bad are the numbers down there? Not good. Now they're they're – They're growing. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody's growing, but it's all about like how much, right? No, the like, even Rhode Island, Rhode Island has quadrupled, but like we're or six times now. But yeah. at one point, we were at like a half percent positivity rate. Hospitalization numbers are at like where we were in February and January, which isn't good. That's so, good. yeah, so we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited though. I'm, uh, me and Bryson are both going to the game this weekend, so I'll be excited to be inside the stadium, full capacity, and. Hopefully, you get, to see Hopefully you get to see Sam Darnold. Absolutely. I'm going to ask for a refund on my ticket if I don't. <laughs> well, you know, he did mention about the fans, too. So, because he did say that he wanted to let folks know sooner than the last time. Yeah. After what happened. I think yeah, he, he saw the back. Sam's playing a series or two. I'll, I'll bet money on that. I, I will, too. <laughs> Bryson, we making a friendly bet? No? Yeah. Um, well, I know. I, I think he's going to play. So, I, oh, I don't, don't want to bet against you. Yeah. No, nah, he needs to play. Like, I, yeah. I'm not. I could see a scenario where they might make the decision for him not to play, but I won't agree with it if they do. Yeah. But I could see he should play at least a series. He took a lot of heat for him not playing last week. He would take even more heat this week, absolutely. If he, but he already kind of set the table saying that he, but he's definitely going to play game three. So he's already set the table for the scenario where he might decide not to play him. Yeah, that's true. So the play, the place already set. So he's kind of already like, he's kind of already built the case to not play him Saturday. No. So if it doesn't, if it, if he doesn't play, I wouldn't be stunned. I just think the heat would be deservingly slow if they stick it at week one. He ain't gonna have no excuses week one. His his level of excuses is gonna go like the less Sam Darnold plays, the hotter the heat is. Mm-hmm. Right now, the thermostat is sitting around 77. God. If you don't play him Saturday, it's sitting around 85, 86 come week three in the preseason. Yep. Dave it's- versus Matt rule in the ring. I want to see it. But guys, <laughs> let's let's end on that. Let's end on next. I know you guys gotta get going. But Rashad, Dave, thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. Panthers on tap. Go give them a follow on Twitter at Panther Nation PC. Also look for their live streams and their podcast on their YouTube page. Again, they have 11,400 some subscribers and growing. So kudos to you guys. We love the joint practices. Rashad, we love the work you you do down in Spartanburg. That's been awesome, especially for us who can't make it there. So we'll be looking for your streams when the Panthers uh, host the Ravens this week at Wofford. But, gentlemen, pleasure to get you guys on tonight. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Not, not a problem, yeah. man. Appreciate yeah, thank you, you Thank you guys for hosting this. Uh, this was fun. Anytime anytime you guys uh, want to come on our show and want to have us on, uh, it's always an open door, bro. We appreciate that, man. We really do. We appreciate it. Same to you guys. Again, we'd like to thank Rashad and Dave for coming on from Panther Nation podcast. Just appreciate their insight. It was a lot of fun. and. I'm excited to do more stuff with them in the future and get on their podcast. Let's get to our draft picks of the week. All right, Bryson, this week I'm drinking a beer that I don't like, which a lot of times that doesn't happen, but we're I'm drinking a Lone Rider. It's out of... Lone Rider Brewing Company in Raleigh. 
This is Sweet Josie, 6.1% alcohol. It's a little bit higher alcohol content. It's a brown ale. It said it's the ales for the outlaw. Really, I, I honestly picked the beer because of the can. It looked cool. But this is not for me at all. They're, they say it's a strong-willed as she is seductive. Sweet Josie knows how to draw you in and brings you to your knees. Well, good Lord. Woo! This American brown ale is a <sighs> complex beer balancing a nice hot bitterness with a generous amount of chocolate and aromatic malts. That's what I was going to say. I think it kind of is chocolatey mm. and can bear. It's malty, very malty. It's just not a beer for me. This might be a beer for, you know, people who like those, um, you know, those darker stouts, but this is just, it's not, it's not one for me at all. What are you drinking? Yeah. I, 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 w- I don't think I would like that beer either. I don't like the chocolatey shit and the stout kind of beer, but I am drinking another beer from Bombshell Beer Company um, in Holly Springs, North Carolina. It is the um, All Women's Brewery. It is called the Hipster Handshake Blueberry Wheat Ale. It is very good. It is an American wheat beer brewed with blueberries and sweet orange peel. Uh, it was it, it was really good. I, I uh, definitely need to go back and get some more. Can I take that through the camera and try it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that it, sounds good. Yeah, man. It, it's got a cool can. Um, 100% women owned brewery, like I said. Uh, they're in Holly Springs. I'm not sure how far. I don't think that's very far from us, judging from the star on the state here on the can. Um, but uh, I would absolutely drink more, and I think I'm going to go buy more. So uh, if you see, where'd you get that at? Got it at Lowe's Foods. Um, Lowe's Foods and okay. their and their singles that they sell. Um, so yeah, next time you're at Lowe's, pick it up and give it a try. Yeah. This one I got at food line. So if you, if you do like the brown ale, go give it a try. It's just, it's not one for me at all, but that's going to, that's going to finish our episode this evening. We appreciate everyone listening again. It was our 20 episode. Glad we made it this far. We're going to keep her rolling and hopefully keep up with these episodes and hit 50, hundred and keep going from there. But we just want to thank you guys for tuning in to Panthers on Tap podcast. You can catch all of our episodes every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at Panthers on Tap for all your analysis and breaking news. And as always, 